You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now on the line, we're joined by Riti Hidley from um, Ia Atamarie. Atamarie, brother. How you doing? Thank you. Oh, really, really good. It's a nice brisk morning here in the Waikato, so things are awesome. <laughs> nice, nice. Right, you've got a new sound that's out today, Te Aho Tapu. Um, it's released as part of Waita Anthem Week, which begins on Monday, but it's also the first single off your upcoming uh, debut EP. Um, yeah, which which is fantastic. You know, you've got this uh, track that is being released for this really well, two really important moments um, for you. I mean, Waita Anthem Week is is, is terribly important, uh, and then your debut EP. So it must be, you know, really super special for you. Oh heck yeah, heck yeah! It's um, firstly a wicked opportunity to be a part of Waita Anthems and uh, to to really chip away and complete our first EP is going to be a huge achievement for us and I'm um, stoked to to be able to get some help from our friends over at Creative New Zealand who have been really, really supportive in getting that EP out. Nice, nice. Um, right off the back of, of, of the song, going into it, there's, there's this hum. Um, mm. You know, and, um, and from what from from what I heard, and from what I hear, that hum is, is a groundness which uh, the song can grow from, uh, from where the rail can flow, and and uh, the English as well. Uh, it really sets the scene. Something um, you know, so simple is is so powerful that 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 hum that leads into the rest of the song. There's not just a hum, but there's. I, mean, I don't know if if I'm hearing it correctly, but I can hear uh, drips of of uh, water and. Um, you know, potentially little bits of bird song in there. Aye, aye. Uh, yeah, so that intro, that foundation that you just described there, um, what we ended up doing was we we took the sound of a harakeke bush or a flax bush that has is just kind of sitting out in the open here at a lake called Pukaterini, and that's that kind of ambient... Uh, environmental sound that you can hear. And yeah, you can hear the birds in the background. Um, there's a little bit of a kind of leaf kind of sound, leafy kind of, you know, that sound when you're in the bush and you can kind of hear the leaves rustling, creating that kind of brown noise, white noise texture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and we lay it under that. A um, You can't actually tell, but it's a conch shell. And we filtered it down to remove all the higher frequencies, and that all you get left with is a really low tone. Yeah, and that's that low hum that you hear. So it's technically the sound of the ocean and the sound of uh, a lakeside environment. Yeah, and then of course I actually also added the scratch, crackle, and pop of vinyl because I wanted it to sound somewhat. Um, Old, I yeah. guess, for want of a better word. Mm-hmm. I wanted, I wanted to take someone back to say a time before we had all, a lot of digital perfectness, <laughs> yeah. and so that was that. Uh, a lot of the song is about weaving the past and the present. Uh, and, and the title of the track is The Sacred Thread. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, the title and, and that weaving? Weaving plays a huge part in the song. I mean, it's what inspired it, right? That's correct. Uh, so the idea of weaving 
intergenerations together, the idea of weaving love together, that all came from a whakatauki that uh, we were given by our fire uh, to a Hannah Clark, who's an uh, expert weaver here in the Waikato. And that opening line that you spoke about earlier, which is Tuia uh, te nuka tangata, it's all about um, weaving people together. And tuia means to sew. Uh, muka is the type of fiber you get from the harakeke bush and uh, tangata being people. So that, that whole whakatauki is, is basically what we uh, wrote the song about. And you'll hear references to weaving and sewing people together, sewing love together throughout all the lyric. And uh, towards the end, there's a, a song. I actually referenced a song by our late great Hedini Melbourne, which, is, uh, which starts off, here is a leaf of harakeke, a heira rangaroro to weave together, natororo with your with your gift, natokuroro with my gift, we can weave people together. And so this entire song is based around that concept. Is is that an, uh, is that a reason why there's also Treo and English? Like you know, yes. in a way of weaving us together. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And they are our two official languages. Um, the third being sign language, yeah, actually. That's right. um, and yeah, I, I truly believe in our bilingual, trilingual mm-hmm. um, uh, languages here in Aotearoa. And you can hear it more and more nowadays, where we find ourselves speaking in both real. Uh, and English, and I think that this song also captures um, the weaving together of those co- two cultures. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, now, one thing that I really love is the nuru, um, the, the the flute, and that plays a wonderful, important role in the song. I mean, it's a voice unto itself, right? Oh, it did, right. did, right. And the melody that um, we really tried to capture i wanted it to to give the listener a sense of um calm and a sense of completion in itself to to settle the listener into what is essentially a kind of a modern r&b groove yeah but then but then i wanted the listener to enjoy that foundational groove whilst feeling complete with the melody of the nguru and the nguru itself is a really cool instrument man there's two ways you could play it you could either uh, blow through one of the major holes through the side of your lip with a particular embouchure and you can also blow through the other end with your nose mm. and the two the two sounds are, are something else yeah. so you mm. well there's more there's the more weaving right there's the the traditional and with that r and b that's right. Yeah, you're spot on, brother. <laughs> um, so I, I've always been really curious, and um, and same with the brothers, Moitu and Tula. We've been curious for a few years now on how we can weave the two uh, worlds of instruments together. Yeah. And in fact, we're talking about a few worlds there, right? We're talking about um, percussions, which which is an ancient, ancient instrument that goes back thousands and thousands of yeah. years and can trace its roots to probably any culture you can speak of. Oh, everyone. And then, of course, there's the the bass guitar, which which 
takes us back to Europe and our, our, and our European roots. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the ancient Taonga Puoro, the Nuru, which uh, grounds us directly here in Aotearoa. And that, that curiosity has turned into this music. Nice. And is that, so that's something you do on, on your other music as well? And do you look at uh, grabbing other, other instruments and, and other sounds uh, from Māori culture uh, and other cultures to weave those in as well with other, in other tracks? Yes. Um, and we're committed to do that. What we're also really keen to do is to try and expose the different flavours of Taonga Pūoro um, which range from percussive instruments to the flute sounds that you hear in yeah. Tapu, all the way across to uh, various uh, kind of like, I guess you could say, um, voices that you get through. Have you ever heard of like the Jews harp? It's a real old instrument. Have you ever heard of that? No. Oh, okay. Well, check it out. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> it's a pretty cool instrument. Um, and we have a version of that in Te Ao Māori called the, the Rōria. Um, and then there's uh, different stringed instruments that, um, if you want to check these out, there's the Porotiti and the Pūrerehua, which is a really iconic sound you heard in the movie um, Once We're Warriors. Oh, and so we want to try our best to experiment with them and expose them to our people of Aotearoa so that, so that we can kind of grow this space and yeah. really give people an opportunity to hear them because the more they should uh, technically this is this is the hope anyway the more we expose whānau to these sounds the more we can grow Tonga Pūoro practitioners yeah and I, yeah I'm really committed to, to doing that yeah and there are some other artists out there that are doing the same thing uh, and that we play quite a bit here at Radio 1 um, you know first one that comes to mind is Takahu uh, but yeah, there's many, and, and um, I think, um, especially from us and, and some other stations, I'm hearing there's more of that going on uh, and being played out there. And like you said, because um, such beautiful sounds, such incredible sounds. And I'm not just saying that because um, I'm saying it because it's true, you know. It's and, and mm. incorporate those, and, and you can do some amazing things with them. You know, you could capture uh, parts of those sounds and loop them in ways, and, and do heaps of stuff that modernise those instruments and not just use them in a traditional sense. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, of course, as we said before, this is part of uh, this track is also being part of Wata Anthem Week, which begins on uh, Monday. But all the tracks are being released today. How important is that week for Reo in music? Um, you know, because it's led to a lot of outcomes for us here at Radio One Ninety One FM. Um, you know, playing more over the years. Um, but what? How important is it to an artist like yourself? I think it's 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 integral. Its importance is being realised every year we participate as a country in Waiata Anthems Week, and I think as a country that's trying to revitalise a almost forgotten language, it it is a necessary part of that renaissance. Mm. And I think for. Fano uh, there at Waiata Anthems, they've done a great job of bringing together so many amazing artists, so many beautiful songs, uh, and have been able to grow a uh, a week of music that 
as far-reaching. Yeah. And what a way to revitalize the real Maori. And I'm totally, totally in awe of what they've been able to achieve. So Ramihi Nui to the Waiata Anthems family and what they've achieved so far with, uh, you know, supporting and and bringing that potoko to Te Reo Māori. Yeah, it's, it's great because it's a, a great week of songs that are released that go on to, you know, that's just release week. It's not like that's the only week you play them. Uh, that's right. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a, a nice way to, to capture that in a bigger sense and then spread those songs out uh, from there. And I think, when, you know, there's a couple of important things in there, but I think it's also great that Pakeha. Um, you know, performers have the chance to re have their songs, some in some ways sometimes rewritten or or just you know sung in te reo, uh, and, and you know some big artists, and that takes um, their big songs into um, you know and, and that and the word of te reo uh, into those markets as well. Yeah, that's right. And while doing that, it also brings together um, collaborations that yeah. may not have been realized because a lot of um, non-Māori speaking artists get to work alongside Māori speakers and Māori experts in a really, really cool and creative way. Mm. Mm. And I think that's really powerful because um, not everyone gets the exposure to Tao Māori and Te Reo Māori um, as, as much as, say, Māori experts have throughout their lives. And, you know, the, the reo that they've inherited, they get to now pass on to a whole host of influential musicians um, who are up there in the music scene. Um, and and that only grows the awareness and the beauty of te reo Māori, in my opinion, yeah. you know. And, and I think of a good mate of mine, his name's uh, Muroki. He's from here in the Waikato. And um, he was exposed to a little bit of Tao Māori with his upbringing here in the Waikato, but he dove really deep into it when he had the opportunity to uh, to translate his song um, "Wavy." Mm, yeah, and and I know that had a huge impact on him, and that, I think that's such a cool thing. Totally, totally. And I, if I believe uh, they're signed to Benny's label. So, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then also Benny did it as well, right? Yeah, that's right. So, that's right. And we play that. So that's it's so good. That's so great. I love that version. Yeah, I, I actually uh, I originally loved the, uh, the, the, the the English version as well. I fell in love with that song. And then when I heard the real version, I just fell in love again. Yeah. Kapu, Kupu, sorry. Um, so it's so good, so good. Um, great. Well, um, but yeah, another Waita Anthems week. A whole bunch of songs coming out today. So the team behind it does such an amazing job. Uh, and well, you know, I, I would love it to happen forever, but it'd be nice if every week was Waita Anthem week. Uh, moving forward. Nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, but and, yeah, so we've got these great songs today, including this one, Te Aho Tapu. Um, thank you so much for your time this morning, Riti. I uh, really appreciate it. The song is available on all good streaming sites at the moment. Uh, Bandcamp, always first and foremost. Uh, there's a lyric video for it on YouTube, and you'll find it on all other streaming sites as well. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Ehoa. Really appreciate yeah, your time, too. All right, and we're going to play the track out now. Um, have a wonderful day, and have a wonderful weekend, and hopefully we'll talk again soon. Ka kite. Ka kite. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast.
You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.